the, Don't the, make me squeak. <laughs> <laughs> Warning for underage listeners. This is an adult-oriented podcast. There will be frequent references to kink, sex, crude language, and various other grotesqueries. If you're under 18 and looking for answers and upfront advice about sex, please visit scarletteen.com. Also, for the dude bro listeners out there, this is nerdy shit. Go away. Welcome to the Gotham Press Podcast. This is a verbal orgy about anything like the Grafenberg spot. The difference between Star Trek and Star Wars. The finer points of throwing a pair of floggers and just whatever the hell we find to talk about. That said, if you have a desire to learn these and many more kinktastic nergasms, stay tuned. Hey everybody, Captain Awesome here, the Gotham Press. da 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 <laughs> this is going to be the first dance party episode of the Gotham Press Podcast. We're going to have a break dance competition later. Let me go get my glow sticks. Woo! You have them in your car, don't you? Mm, you know it. <laughs> We've got to be ready. All right. Well, hey, everybody. We're back. Like we said you. Well, said you. Like we told you, we're going to be back in two weeks. And somehow Greedy said, said it, and it made it happen. So say us all. You're just so happy that I made you watch the show, aren't you? I am. What I show am. is that? Really? Yeah, really. The one where they were lost in space. For not lost in space. They were. They well, they were lost in space, <laughs> but not the show Lost in Space. <laughs> I'm really liking that Netflix remake. I'm liking it too. Love he it. doesn't. I, I love it, dude. I, I, I grew up watching the, the original, uh, the original, the 50s and 60s version. And was it, it 50s was, up to the 70s? I don't know. Mm. Whatever era it was, it was irritating. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it's still the classic that I grew up on. And they just, I, I feel like they didn't capture that. They, they made this one different. Well, how much of your remembrance of what that was is... You know, tinged with like you know nostalgia. Pain. You right, tinged with yeah. nostalgia versus it actually being like a good show. Because probably, I feel like they've done a pretty damn good job with that Netflix. It, reboot. It's probably probably all of what I feel about it is mm-hmm. the about that nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my one of my favorite authors wrote, uh, "Nostalgia is possibly the greatest lie that humanity tells itself." I agree with that. <laughs> We, we, we do exactly what you just said. Uh, we, we tinge everything to make it look beautiful and like this is what we used to have and what the hell happened to it. And in truth, it's just us wishing that life were better. Greedy, we've been rude. Yeah. We Hi, have, this we, is Greedy. We, we have voices we have, that our listeners may know or definitely don't know. Yes, we, we have we have one voice who I'm, I'm certain most of our listeners will know. Would you care to introduce yourself, please? I'm Retrobella. Retrobella, the future winner. I think I embarrassed her. Speak it into truth. Speak it into speak truth. Speak it into existence? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> That's like the gift. And we, we have another guest that has sat and listened to the recordings before, but Neri uttered a peep. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> um, Care to introduce yourself? I'm Valerian, and I live with these clowns. Woo! In the studio. <laughs> in the 
in the studio. We live in a studio. We live in a studio. No, this I is... don't live in the studio. I live with you in your home. This is this is not the this is not the uh, type of studio that everybody in big cities like the Bay Area or Los Angeles know as a studio. This this is our dining room. Why must why must you ruin everything? I will not live a lie. Yeah, don't ruin the magic. Thank you, Holly Weird. Don't pull back the curtain. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> I was Wizard of Oz. Now I'm just some weird guy. So, are you going to tell me the, what the reference is that started no. the whole Lost in Space nope. conversation? No, sure okay. not. Yeah, we just kind of just left it, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. I'll just Google it later. It's fine. <laughs> so say we all. So say we all. Uh, listeners, if you know what that reference is, please go ahead and uh, hit us up on our Fan Life account or the Facebook page. We have a lot of stuff. Do you ever get on the Facebook page anymore? I do. Okay. Oh, is, huh. I, ever since ever since somebody narked me out for having a uh, fake fake name on Facebook, my my previous account has been locked out. So I can't get onto that one anymore, and I'm sure as hell not about to put my vanilla profile on the Gotham Press podcast because I guarantee, as soon as I do, my family will listen, and there goes the the curtain. Does your family know what a podcast is? Yes. I'm honestly surprised. My my older brother and my little sister. Okay. Okay. <coughs> so yes, I'm still fighting this cough, whatever it may be. Typhoid Mary over here. The outbreak monkey. Yep. Close enough. <laughs> Alright. Because so, it was all Ebola. <laughs> only the good only the good Ebola. What's the good Ebola? The one I give you, obviously. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, pass. if you could see that face. Hard pass, hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so hey, we actually have topics this week. Oh no! It's not like last time where we just kind of read off the calendar behind us, like, uh, "What's going on?" Yeah, that was that was kind of bizarre. I don't think we're going to do that again. Not this time. No. Next time. I disagree. But okay. Nobody listens to you. You don't. Obviously, if I don't, nobody does. So what do we got going tonight? <laughs> Let's see. Tonight, uh, first topic we have on the board: How do you cope when you're unable to be with your dominant or submissive? Hmm. Thoughts? That's 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 a rather deep topic there. Yeah, you can come out swinging. Captain Awesome. <laughs> you had one job. One job. Don't worry, I'll fix that part in editing, but the rest of this, I'm leaving it. Uh, uh, anyway. Make sure that it's make sure that it is a rough edit so that people know that something was edited there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, so anyway. uh, we actually got that topic from a, uh, a soon-to-be listener. I, I believe she's listened to a couple episodes now. Um, but but uh, when when I first asked for topic suggestions on Kick, uh, none of the people that I asked knew what this oh podcast God. was. Kick is still a thing. Yes, yeah. Kick is still a thing. I I'm a moderator here. on a couple of groups on Kick. That's crazy. So. I didn't even know that was still a thing. It is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it's but, popular with the young folks. Well, I mean, it's safer to... I'm sure it's still just as safe to, you know, when you're hooking up with someone on Grinder or Tinder to have them, like, kick you instead of, like, your... Actual phone number phone and number. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, yes. Stay safe out there, kids. <laughs> yeah, Fosta and Sesta got nothing on kick. Um, but uh, anyway, her her uh, FET profile. Do we, do we share FET profile? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Um, it's our podcast. Of course we can. We can do what we want. Uh, so her FET profile or is... You can do what you want. You can leave your friends behind. Because your friends don't dance. And if they don't dance... There are no friends of mine. Um, <laughs> that was Damn, aging ourselves. <sighs> anyway, her, her FET profile is secret dame. A secret underscore dame. Um, she's pretty freaking awesome. Very good contributor to the uh, the kick group we're in, and she she was very excited to put forward ideas that she's been curious about. So this was one of them. All right. So, Greedy, how do you do it? I get very very frustrated. Uh, I, I know that's that's not a a uh, professional response. That's not no. It's an honest response. Uh, yeah, it it is. I I. I feel like I'm lacking something whenever I don't see her. And it really, really sucks. So I, I kinda I kinda crack up inside just a little bit. Listeners, you can't not see pleasant. this, but I can see the cracks forming right now. <laughs> As he checks his face. <laughs> How about you, Valerian? It's difficult. Uh, my dominant lives about two hours away. Which is better than I know a long dis a lot of long distance relationships have it, um, and we see each other almost every weekend, which is a big help. But during the week, it's a struggle. It's a struggle to feel connected to him. It's especially a struggle to feel that that DS connection, um, just through texts and phone calls alone. Um, so it's it's difficult. But like I said, I feel pretty blessed that at least he's only two hours away, and we do get to see each other most weekends. Okay. Anything to chime in on this? Anything you want to chime in? No. Who are you talking to? Uh, <laughs> uh, yellow? Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. You, uh, I think your your uh, fet life name kind of gives away too much, so I, I can't put out your... Your your, your your secret person. My secret person, who was also my person, I was looking at him. And he's giving, giving me the whole, like, no, no, no. Don't make me do it. All right. So, <laughs> any opinions on this topic? Um, it's a little different now, because now he lives here in town. But um, before, um, in the early part of our relationship, what was it, five or six hours away? Six hours away, he lived in Santa Rosa, which is up north. And so that was hard because we could really only see each other about once a month. And so that was hard, but you know, lots of text messaging, lots of phone calls, lots of video, but no, that was, that was really hard. It was hard. Mm -hmm. It's hard. Like, like Valerian said, it's hard to feel cause it's like when you're having to come back together again, it's like, okay, well remember all of this. So it's hard to continuously build on a dynamic when you're having to, oh, hey, let's put everything back together because we've been apart for so long and yeah, you may have forgotten. Every right. Time. It's like you're having to reintroduce each other to each other every single time. So it just, it makes it, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. It's not as romantic as 50 first dates made it seem. Well, no, it's not. It's not <laughs> as romantic. And it's difficult because, like, especially when you're in a community and, such as the one that we're in, there's a very obvious relationship escalator. 
and it's hard to feel like your relationship is valid because number one the person doesn't live here so they can't attend events with you so you feel like oh, okay well i feel single even though i'm not fucking single you know they're, they're not here but then you sort of feel like you're less than because you're not on this relationship escalator where okay well we'll now well now we're you know now we're together and then now we're you know play partners and now we're in a ds relationship and now we're wearing collars and now we're doing this that and the other it's hard to feel that progression because they're not here all the time and then also on the other side of that you can get judgment from other people because you have progression that other people don't see. Mm-hmm. So in their mind, you are going fast with this relationship that you're building mm-hmm. because they don't see you with that person and they, they're they not used to you being with that person and the next thing you know. So then you're being judged right. or Because to. to them, to them, they've only really seen you publicly with them two, three, four mm-hmm. times. They don't see the behind the scenes of all the all the hours of phone calls and texting and all that fun. It, all the actual build-up. All the actual build-up, yeah. And another thing that happens for my relationship, um, you talk about how you have to kind of relearn somebody or re, mm-hmm. you know get to know somebody again when you see them again. When I see uh, my dominant every weekend almost, it there's every weekend I know there's going to be the end of the weekend, there's, so there's that little bit of that emotional roller coaster every time, a little bit of a harder drop than I might have otherwise because I know it's going to be another week before I can see him, another week before I can kiss him, and that's a, that's a hard feeling to have. And I know every weekend when I, when I go to see him, I'm so happy, but I'm already starting to dread that negative feeling that's going to come at the end of the weekend, and that's kind of sucky. Like, so that's a challenge that I face too. I kind of feel that too. Uh, every every date night, um, she comes over and I'm I'm totally jazzed about seeing her, and I, I know that in four or five six hours she's gonna go home and I'm gonna be left standing at that door waving at her as she drives off and that really sucks. It's hard not to let it color your time with somebody. Um, especially as like for you I mean it must be even harder like at least for me I've got like you know I get there on a Friday night so it, it doesn't start to creep in until the middle of the day Sunday is when the dread starts to come in and it and then it colors the rest of the day Sunday for me like yeah. the last weekend when um, I saw him I kind of had a little bit of a breakdown towards the end of the day Sunday um, that ended up being a problem because we left in a really weird place. So on Monday, I was kind of a wreck because we had left in this place where we weren't feeling very connected. We were feeling distant from each other, all because I think part of the reason that it happened was because I was already feeling bad about having to leave and letting that intrude on my time with him, which is something that I'm working on not doing because obviously I want to enjoy the time that I have with him to the fullest that I can because then it's a waste of time. You want to enjoy rather than thinking, oh no, this is going to end soon. Right. And it, it's a struggle. It's, it's a learning process. It'll probably just be training my, my head to kind of avoid those negative thoughts. It definitely impacted us this weekend for sure. Pity, are you sleepy already? Always. Well, I think it's, it's a, um, for me it's an anxiety and um, we would also do the weekends too. And so I'd, I'd wake up on Sunday because we always have to break apart on, we used to have to break apart on a Sunday. And so I'd 
it for me would start the moment I'd wake up on Sunday. And so it's just that, okay. And it would slow build as yeah. the day would go. And I already knew what was up. You know, I'm, I already ate crappy at <laughs> breakfast, which was like next to nothing. And, you know, ugh, it just doesn't. But I think um, for myself, it, it's um, acknowledging that, that you're feeling what you're feeling. I think for me, what doesn't work for me is when I try to do the whole, like, I'm fine. No, I'm fine. I got my shit together. I got it. Like, no, no, I'm good. You know. It's like, you will not take off this mask I am wearing. I'm perfect, right? You're like, no, like, I got this. You know, like, you know, I'm not a punk bitch. Like, I got it. You know, I'm I'm good. I'm good. But then, of course, you know, he goes on his way and I go my way. And then it's just like, you know, emotional, the entire car ride, car ride home. And I think that that's a good, like, a good example of why that's such a horrible idea is because for a couple weeks now when I've seen him, I've been tamping that feeling down and just shutting it down. Anytime I've been close to like crying about it or anything like that, I've just been shutting it down. Partly due to some circumstances in our life, it's just not a very good time to fall apart, but partly because of that, because I want to be brave and I don't want to stress him out by being upset. But then what happens is this weekend, when all of a sudden I can't tamp it down anymore, it's just not possible and it comes out and it's probably worse than it would have been if it had been acknowledged at the time. Are you going to tell him to listen to this episode? Why? I was just asking. Well, we've talked about this already, okay. so he doesn't need to... I, mean, <laughs> I, was, I was just like, yeah, you're, you're, saying, you're airing all this, I'm like, oh, I wonder if he's going to listen. Oh, no, we definitely have talked about it. Like, definitely talked about how I feel this need to shut it down, uh, partly for his sake. And he's done as much as he can to encourage me not to do that. It's just hard because he's got a lot on his plate, too. And so even though he reassures me that it's okay to let it out, it's there's a part of me that still feels like it's not okay. And it's not anything that he's doing. It's just this anxiety that I have on my end. Okay. There was this, there was this one time where we had um, he had come down... It was one of those like, okay, I'm gonna come down and then we're gonna repack the car and we're gonna go away, you know, not stay in our hometown that we're not gonna name. And so we went and had like, you know, a fun like three day fun trip down south and then, you know, coming back and it's okay, I'm gonna drop you off at your house and then I'm gonna continue the rest of the five hours back to my own house. And um, I don't know, um, the, of course the, the anxiety is creeping in and you know, I'm getting dropped off at my house and he, he drops me off at the door and I go in and my, um, my husband was like, well, aren't you going to like go out there? I meant like, go say goodbye. And I was like, I did say goodbye, you know, <laughs> like, you know, before I walked up and he gave me my bags and I said goodbye. He's like, no, you need to go back out there because he's got another five hours. Like go back out there and like give him a goodbye. And so I go back out there and I jump in the car and I realize that like he's like crying in the car. And I thought like, oh, wow. Like, well, number one, why are you, why are you, you know, why are you crying? He's like, because I'm really sad. And I just thought, wow, okay. You know, like if I shouldn't, I shouldn't be hiding that, what I feel, you know, because I felt like if he had known that I feel it too, that maybe it wouldn't be so terrible for him on the drive home. So I, I felt like, you know, by me trying to tamper it down and try to be strong and shit that I was denying him that sort of connection of, you know what, it's okay to be sad because, you know, I, I miss you too. Emotions yeah. are things. It's a thing. How do you cope, Captain Awesome? Oh, I thought I was going to get past this. No. Are you dating somebody, Captain? 
I'm dating several somebodies. Oh, yeah, I, I am not up on your I, dating life. I, I, I understand that. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I didn't mean to, like, snap at you about right. it. It's just like, yeah, no, I have my kind of vanilla girlfriend. Yeah. As she says, vanilla with sprinkles. Chocolate uh, chip. Close enough. <laughs> and the problem is, like, most of the people I'm dating right now are local. And I can spend time with them, but it's not the quality time that I'm really looking for. Um, with her, she just started a job a couple months ago, and so that's been really draining on her, and she also has two kids, so when she gets home, she's tired, and she has to watch the kids, so that's been kind of creeping in on things. Uh, I have another one, she's got kids, and her kids know nothing of her her proclivities, we'll say. And so, if I'm over, I'm, I made them aware unintentionally but that I had another girlfriend and so she does she doesn't want them to know anything about the poly lifestyle just because she's like they're young they don't need to know about this yet so yeah. so you have to pretend to be the friend when you're pretty over. much and then I'm actually talking with someone new but again that's brand new so nothing really going on there and then um one that I've known a long time, she stays across the country, so, mm. you know. How I've dealt with it is just quietly festering inside, hoping things change. Mm. So, how about, we, we've all we've all talked about our uh, coping mechanisms, lack of coping mechanisms, some of us. How about we, we toss out some ideas for listener land that might actually be healthy? Well, if you all have healthy things, go ahead. My 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 coping mechanism is horrible. Sounds like, yeah. No, no offense, dude. No, no, no. I'm taking. Go for it. Well, like, what? Talk. What? No. What is a good coping mechanism um, from you? Uh, okay, uh, retro. Okay. Um, I think the, the an important first step is recognizing and acknowledging what you're feeling. Um, like I've said before, I think we try really hard, especially as poly people, to be like, oh no, no, I'm cool with everything, and it's okay to feel to feel less than it's okay to feel jealous it's okay to feel like you miss them you know so i think it's okay like those are those are okay feelings it becomes not okay when it forces you to do things yeah. that you wouldn't agree to later on right so i mean so number one acknowledge what you're feeling um number two um find the things that bring you joy. Um, I, I wrote a, a thing about this on FetLife a few years ago, and I'm trying to remember what the laundry list of things was, but one that I remember right now off the top of my head is um, take that time to sort of do like your own self-care. If you are somebody who is like ultra femme, make that that time when you're apart that you, you know, you get your hair done, you get your nails done, you know, you do that gym membership that you've been putting off a long time, you know, you do, do you for a little bit. So that way when you're back with them, you know, you're refreshed and you're ready and you're not seething in this like festering bullshit because, and then it just blue you know you just splurge it all over them when you see them and they're like wait i didn't even know you were mad at me and i'm like well i'm not but i'm so mad because i miss you so much. you're not mad to think you're mad at the situation yeah i miss you so much that's why i'm mad <laughs> anything from you valerian well i definitely agree with retro that a good first step is to acknowledge the feelings that you're having i feel like you do a really good job of shutting them off and just not 
acknowledging that they're there. No, I, I acknowledge that they're there, but I also acknowledge the fact that there's not much I can do about them at this point. Well, there is, like Retro said, some self-care. I, you see me, I sit around and play video games and enjoy myself. Hey, but that is self-care, though. Yes. It's what you what brings you joy yes. and centers you in your own way. Yeah. Uh, and that is a thing. You do a thing. Mm-hmm. I try. It keeps me from running around the house screaming, Why? Sure. <laughs> and I wouldn't actually do that. That that probably would get me kicked out and also possibly taken to a loony bin. Yeah. Greedy, shut up. <laughs> I actually personally don't think that your uh, coping skills in this situation are bad because I feel like you always have a positive attitude. You have a lot of obstacles and roadblocks when it comes to these relationships, but yet you keep trying, which I think is a really positive thing. Some people would be inclined to just give up and not even make an effort, and I don't think that that's who you are. And no, so I think, no, exactly. <laughs> You don't really get good relationships if you give up all the time. No, exactly. And you you keep trying, and you always have a really positive attitude. And even when I can tell that you're down, um, I still feel like you're you're a pretty okay human. You know what I mean? Like you don't get shitty. Yeah, no, getting shitty to other people doesn't really help. Mm-hmm. I, I I've done that in the past and realized like no, I don't like I don't like these results. <laughs> Remember is you know when like you know you're doing the whole like I'm gonna be shitty to everybody I mm. I think it it feels okay in the beginning but then you kind of forget that those people never forget like yeah. they may be okay with you in a few months but they're never gonna forget that hey like, he was oh, shitty to me yeah he was really kind of a bastard a few <laughs> years ago oh, yeah anything new from you greedy mm, just a lot of a lot of fun stuff I mean. That's that's the phone sex doesn't count, greedy. <sighs> well, greedy, how do you feel the power exchange in your relationship when you're not physically with your mistress? How do you feel? Text, phone, email. It's it's like she'll she'll give me a list of things to do. Okay, that's you more know. specifically kind of what I'm looking for. Is like what kind of things do you guys do in order to feel that? Because. I can feel close to somebody texting them, but I don't necessarily feel the power exchange just by texting them. Well, we, we give each other, you know, we give give each other things. Uh, like, I, I I always text her good morning, good night, you know, sweet dreams, um, and we we try and keep up with each other, uh, our day to day activities, uh, at least as best we can. Um, when when we go a really long stretch without without having any real interaction, it gets to the point where we, we have to do that stuff. I mean, we, we just lose, we lose little bits of ourselves if we don't, and neither of us wants that. So she'll give you like a list of things to do and that helps mm-hmm. you feel it? Yeah, she'll give me a list, a deadline, typically there's uh, an activity in there that I'm supposed to do that, uh, at the risk of making myself look weird even among this crowd makes me feel just a little more naughty than normal <laughs> and yeah it, it, it helps recenter me so yeah that's that's what I do it helped me a lot when I was struggling with this with my dominant um, when he first of all communication because I was not 
I was not willing to communicate with him at first that I was having trouble. And then a group of friends and I got together and they really encouraged me to let him know. So I did. And I told him that I was having a hard time feeling connected to him uh, when we were apart. And he took some time to think about it and he came back and he had some tasks for me to do every day. Um, and just that small change, like knowing that that I had something that I was supposed to do for him during the day and his follow-up on those tasks really made a huge difference in mm -hmm. being able to feel that power exchange dynamic with him. It was a big help. Hmm. What are you going to be for? Well, you're, you're glaring me down. I'm sorry. I, well, I was just kind of... I think... Have we reached the... Uh, I think we've closed out that topic pretty well. That particular topic? All right. So the other one that I said earlier, I think we're going to cut that one because it's been a fairly deep conversation. Okay. All right. Um, nerdy stuff? Yeah, let's get on with the nerdy stuff. Nerdy stuff. So for all the nerds listeners, uh, we are recording this on, what's the date? 13th. Uh, 14th? 13th. 13th. June 13th, which as you all know, E3 is still going or just Oh, in? it's still in. Still, still, going. still going. Still going. So let's see. It's like a perfect storm because we've got E3 and Pride. You know, uh, Pride season is in full swing and, in you know, E3, it's, um, like, awesome. All right, so... Does retro that happen like that every year or is it yeah. just... Yeah, well, Pride season basically starts the last week of May and will go all the way until about um, midway through July. But our town is sort of unusual in which our pride here in town is actually in October. Really? Uh, yeah, it's weird. Uh, they, their pride is a little more on the PC, family-friendly, oh. you know, sort of vibe. It's not a very sexualized, you know, open uh, pride. We don't have a parade, so, but it's more of a, if you think of, uh, think of more of a you come into Strangler Park, and you know it's more of a um, like there's stalls, like a street st fair type. Yeah, of more of a street fair situation. You know, right. there's like little performers on the side and stuff, but it's more of a they're trying to make it more PC friendly, kid friendly, family friendly, and a lot of these other prides are obviously not family friendly. But uh, so yeah, so Pride season starts about uh, the end of May and will go to about mid July. Okay, I was gonna say so it's not quite um. Oh, what's the big one up north? Um, San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, what's Folsom. The, Folsom. Thank you. No, Folsom, Folsom Street Fair is a different thing. Well, that's a completely different that's, thing. I know. Yeah. But I'm saying it doesn't have it. The pride here doesn't have that kind of wow fact. Like well, people um, don't know. Fol yeah, Folsom is um, radically different than Pride. Yeah. Um, it's actually held on opposite ends of the year because of that. Because there's no way that the, <laughs> that city can uh, have those two events over overlapping. <laughs> uh, but no, it's radically um, very, 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 very different. different. Right. No, I, I understand. That it's like a totally different thing, mm -hmm. a totally different vibe. But I'm just saying the size, the scale of yeah. it. Isn't as well, um, if you're in a big like metropolitan city, like um, last year when I worked the Leather Realm at, in, at San Diego Pride, mm -hmm. um, just in the just in the Leather Realm, not I'm not even talking the Greater Pride. I meant just on Saturday alone, we had three thousand people walking through there. Sheesh! And so it's a lot of a lot of people. Um, yeah, we need we need more humans, <laughs> right? And and just. To get into the leather pride, not into the leather realm, mm -hmm. you had to be over twenty one. So like so, but you could be um, 
younger than that to go to the main pride. So it was right. like, you know, it's like, ooh, that's a lot of over 21-year-old people in there. Yeah, I can see. Um, where were we going with that completely... Well, E3. E3. Well, E3. 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 But then and then we somehow got to cry. Well, <laughs> well, no. Well, the cool thing about it, what I, the reason why I brought it up is because, like, people have noticed how, like, how, like, E3 is falling in the middle of Pride season mm-hmm. and how awesome it is that those two events are combining. So, you know, not only do we have gamers, yeah. but we have gamers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, actually, that's cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. Actually, gamers. a lot of the, uh, of the major companies in gaming... Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of them, like, for E3, changed their logos to uh, the rainbow colors. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, I've noticed a lot of, like, the, um, they've been having a lot of um, stuff, like, on Facebook, where it's, like, the controllers have, like, trans pride, or they'll have the regular rainbow flag, and all this other stuff, and that's, I think that's been kind of cool. Yeah. (sighs) So, what are you most excited about out of E3? So far, because I have not watched all the stuff yet, but Smash Brothers. That's one of the big ones I'm on. Um, again, Elder Scrolls Six finally. <laughs> th- Me too. I, th- I think there was a yell, a, a silent yell from the shadows of Yay. He, he's he's like <laughs> my silent Bob. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he doesn't really say much, but when he says something, it's super. <laughs> oh man, uh, I'm excited what? for new Halo. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm on board there. Yeah. The Oh, wait, the, wish... there's a new Halo? What is it? Infinite. Oh, yeah. Halo oh, yeah. Infinite. Is it, is it like a prequel, or is it an addition to the story? An addition to the story. My, I was upset with, not upset, I was disappointed in the trailer, because it looks beautiful. It looks gorgeous. It will always look beautiful. But all they did was, hey, here's scenery, 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 scenery. Hey, there's Master Chief holding his helmet. Hey, there's a warthog driving. And there's the Halo ring, and done. Well, that's uh, better than Elder Scrolls Six. Yes. Why? What did they do for Elder Scrolls Six? It's like a fifteen-minute splash of no, a, no, fifteen-second okay. splash of a mountain. It's gorgeous. It, yeah, it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And that it looks amazing. Looks amazing. Here's the title and done. And they didn't even officially say where it was based at this time. I thought you said it was Valenwood. That's what. That's what all the uh, stuff has been. But it wasn't on the actual trailer. Oh, I see. You think, they think it's Tevinter based. Where is it Tevinter? They're thinking, they're thinking it's possibly Tevinter based. Really? Huh. Silent Bob uh, speaks. No, I'm, thinking, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dragon Age is also coming out with a new one that's Tevinter based, possibly. Um, I well, I also. So, where are the Redlands? Is this. Um, where on. Are they from Redlands? Is that what it's called? No. Wait, are you talking about the uh, Red Guards? No. How does it like? No. There's a race in Elder Scrolls. They're this from. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. about Red oh, I'm talking. Yeah, I am talking about Redguards. Where? Yes, yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. Where is their home base? Because that is where I um, thought the next one was going to be set. Uh, no, that they're in the desert, desert yeah, type place. Exactly. Um, I cannot think of the name of of where they're from. The listeners will answer. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll be really disappointed and say I'm not a true Elder Scrolls fan. They're gonna say I'm not a true Elder Scrolls fan. Oh, I'm. Somerset right now is pretty cool. I'm actually not an Elder Scrolls fan, so I don't know. Have you never played Skyrim? He's seen me play Skyrim. I've seen. That's enough. I... No, no. Hold on. Let let let's unpack this. What have you played that you gave up on? I gave up on it because it was fucking annoying. Wait, which which game? Fallout. 
Okay. Valerian? I don't understand why you're a demon from hell that hates Bethesda, because their games are amazing. I don't hate Bethesda. Artistically, they are beautiful, okay? I, I will give it that, but... Too much? Harvest you know, more, harvest more, harvest more. Okay, that's what it oh is. My is God. Your gaming style is different. You're like... Yes! Because you're like a Fortnite fiend, No, right? I don't like Fortnite. No, you loved, loved, past tense, Fortnite... But now you move it on to PUBG. So okay. that's a multiplayer experience. That's a shooter experience. And Skyrim and Fallout, those are like more strap your backpack on your back and go wandering through the wilderness alone type of yes. RPG game. So I understand. But not in 76. You get friends. In 76 you get friends. I'm very excited about that. I'm yes. hoping that my dominant and I can play with each other. Have you seen that? Wait, what? what? Fallout 76? No, I have not. Tell. You've seen. Oh, the but I'll tell yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I will be very honest with everybody. I have not really watched a lot of E3. I barely watched it this morning. And that was because the brand new trailer for the redo of Resident Evil 2 came out. And I, I haven't watched the trailer. But my thought is, why? Well, honestly, it's the best one of the series. So if they're going to remake another that's one. That's arguably because a lot of people say, said that 4 was the best of the series. Is that the one that's based in Spain? Uh, yes. Okay, yeah, I really enjoyed it because my husband and I played it, and I would translate all the Spanish for him. He was doing all the hacking and slashing, so it was really great. Uh, that was more of a, that was a game for us. Wait, no, 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 I'm sorry. Was four, four was the one where they, still, where they kidnapped the president's daughter, right? Yeah, but it's in, like, set in Spain. Okay, okay, yeah, maybe. I, it's like, it's been so long, right. so. I mean, I love that one, but arguably before that one, was the two. best one was two. So if, if you're going to remake yeah. one, do it beautifully, have it be that one. That's true. But, uh, I have never played a Resident Evil game. I have mm -hmm. only ever watched an ex-boyfriend play Resident Evil. It scared the crap out of me. And so That's there were what these vicious dogs game. that kept attacking him and killing him. So no, I That don't dog like, jumped through the window. I don't you like know, scary games. I, I've never oh, no, really, it was the birds. never really been like afraid of any video game uh -huh. until this one PlayStation 2 game came out and it was Fatal Frame. Oh. Was it PlayStation or was it GameCube? No, it might have been GameCube. It was on both, but it really? came it out on PlayStation. Both, right. It was called Fatal Frame and um, it was another, you know, transport from Japan. And the the... The jizz was that you were um, going through this hot house that's, of course, pitch black because it's in the middle of the night, right? And you've got this camera, and you, you're supposed to, like, take a picture and try to catch ghosts on the camera. Is, and, was that the one with the sisters, or was that a later one? Um, I, they've had it. There's been several, but that was okay. just the original one. I, I never got past the, the second <laughs> level because I was just too freaked out. Because that was the same time that, like, Ring had come out. Oh, yeah. And all of those, like, J-horror films had come out. And that's why I was super, like, <laughs> I can't do it. The only horror game that actually got to me was the original Silent Hill. Because I'm playing, I'm like, I can do this, I can do this. Oh, this is nothing. And then you get to the school, and then you have those little shadow baby things mm. just kind of walking <laughs> around with knives, and they don't hit you. They're just there, and they're creepy as fuck. And then you find a way to get to the quote unquote other school, and then they're even worse. Like, fuck this, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> you, you won. You, you beat me. I have a soft spot for, for uh, Silent Hill. 
Um, I, I think I may be one of the very few people that really enjoy the movies that come out. I, I love. I, the I saw one. the first movie. Love the first one. I saw the first movie. I, did they come out with the second one? I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, there's a second one. It was just direct to video. Uh, uh, but the first one, I I, I love. I, I enjoyed. The, I enjoyed the first one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We didn't finish our thought on Fallout though. We did not finish our thought on Fallout. What What did you think of seventy six? First of all, I loved the trailer for seventy six. I was yeah. very excited about it. Although I have to say, I thought that it looked a lot like four, just in a different setting. Like I didn't see a lot of new type of game mechanics in right. the trailer, except for obviously the huge difference in game mechanics, yeah. which is from the multiplayer, which well, I'm really where excited is it Where's it set at this time? Uh, West Virginia. West Virginia. Hmm. And it's a prequel. And so it's, country home. You know, it, country roads, take me home. Yeah, they, that's actually the song in the trailer. <laughs> so what I thought about is it's a um, it's a prequel to yeah. what has come out so far. So it's set like right after when right when people first leave the vault. Started coming out, yeah. So what's going on? Like, are there no feral ghouls in this video game? I didn't no, see any. I'm not Well, we had that conversation. Listeners, I am a failure in the Fallout series. I have not actually played one. But I had I own three and four, but I've not played them. And Valerian told me very, very assertively, assertively that I need to play four. <laughs> well, consider yeah, yes. Like, hold on, yes, Retro Bella. Okay, so um, everyone was telling me I had to play four, right? But uh-huh. I'm like, okay, well, like let me. I should like do three first, right? So like, so I understand what four is coming from. And yeah. I only got like two hours <laughs> into three because um, I don't know. I'm at this one place and um, these mole rats. I got scared. <laughs> I got freaked out by mole rats, and I was like, nope, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, well, there's there's more more mole rats in four. Yeah, um, so I have yet to come back to to it. So I, wah, wah, I just I feel really feel like I'm the odd man out in this group. Don't, I don't, don't, please don't. A huge Bethesda fan. Like, I, I, no, I, I love the Elder. Thank you. Look, you you've seen me play. I love the Elder Scrolls games. Mm-hmm. Well, if if okay, if what you're saying is accurate, that you can play like co-op with friends, that you can you can team up and do yeah. things interactively, then I'm in again. Okay, and the new one okay. is like that. I, I just I, I cannot for the life of me find joy find pleasure in going in interacting with AI that gets stuck <laughs> behind a fucking chair. So I'm the kind of gamer that can sit and do inventory management for hours, and my world is so you're perfect. hired. That's so perfect. That's the kind of gamer I'm. The kind that's a resource manager. Like I just yeah. love it. Like that's how that's how I roll. All right. So since since we have. Uh, Three Xboxes in the house. Are we going to make this a team now? effort now? I think we're going to have to make this a team effort. You get your dom into it, and we'll like have have uh, Bethesda night. <laughs> Actually, uh, the, one of the other big things. <laughs> huh? what, what was that? The two of you in there too. <laughs> Uh, well, he doesn't have an Xbox. You know, he went and got himself a PS4 or some oh. bullshit. So, <laughs> but he come and borrow my my Xbox One. Yeah, he's like, I already play on PlayStation Four. Me, so I can't get past the controller. I do not like the controller oh. of Xbox. Really? Yeah, that, that's a that's a big thing for a lot of people because PlayStation controllers are always the exact same. That's what they know. Xbox has changed their controllers every single every episode. single every yeah. single re release. Yeah, well, they, a big system release. It's always a brand new controller. But no, if if he has the <laughs> ability to play with y'all, then yeah, he can totally borrow my Xbox One. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was gonna say now the other big thing about uh, File Four is it's multiplayer. It's online, but you are playing with tens of people rather than hundreds and thousands because as he said as he said during the press conference 
It's the fucking apocalypse. Right. There's not that many. There's people. not that many people left. Mm-hmm. So you will run into, you know, tens of twenties of thirties of people, and these are all actual people though. So guess what? You actually have to think outside the box to fight for your fucking life. Nice. Which is good because I don't want multiplayer to ruin my Fallout experience, which I'm yeah. a little bit afraid of because yeah. I'm so used to the standard. I'm really excited to see 76. It's beautiful. Uh, I think it's going to be amazing. Uh, my my dude at home really likes the Fallout series, so I'm sure it'll be all over. Right now he's stuck in Pirates, but that's a whole nother. Oh, sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. I, I've had a couple people say that I should play that, but I'm like, yeah, I'm not really a pirate guy. Retro, uh, remind me after the after the recording is done to speak with you about this. Okay. okay. Well, I was going to say, um, when you do watch the uh, E3 coverage for it, uh-huh. Don't just watch like the the single short videos. They did like a almost a half hour worth of stuff for seventy six. Nice. Like go back and like hey here is this part. Oh yeah, by the way, uh, from Vault Tech we also have this. And if I get it, I kind of want the uh, collector's edition because you get a working wearable helmet from the um, what are they called the suits. The Power suits. The power, power suits. suits. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's the power suit and the pit boy. Yeah. See, pit, the pit boy, I knew I couldn't remember the power suit. Uh, this okay, is heavy so. as hell, though. Did you actually get a pit, the uh, pit boy? Yes, I got I got a pit boy. Um, actually, last summer, um, we did like a, a, a family um, we're gonna costume. And we mm-hmm. all had vault suits. Nice. Vault suits and, and pit boys, and it was kind of cool. That is cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you should try Sea of Thieves. You should try Sea of Thieves, but try it with... You have to play with more more than by yourself. Yeah, it's have, with have people that you know. Oh, yeah, because then you can come and just like totally attack on other people's like ships and stuff. It's <laughs> fun. You were obsessed with Fortnite. When did that change? PUBG. Well, okay. I, I enjoyed Fortnite, but then uh, they made a patch for Xbox that you can now use uh, uh, mouse and keyboard and... It gives a massive play advantage to anybody that's got that, and it, it leaves people with controllers like mine. And I, I'm 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 the type of person that wants or that has the elite control, so I've got I've got some advantage to begin with. But there's there's absolutely no chance for any any casual to even semi serious uh, players now. It, it's just a bloodbath for us. So what are you into now? I started playing PUBG, Player Unknown Battleground. Um, it's very similar play style, bigger map, um, same amount of players, so the encounters are uh, a little less frequent and a little less violent, at least until the very end. Um, but you still get to meet up with other people, you get to interact, you get to uh, strategize and, you know, just, just play. And that's, that's the kind of gamer that I am. A social gamer? Yes. I'm a loner gamer in life and in video games. Does that make me a, a bi gamer? A bi gamer. <laughs> a bi gamer. I can I can go solo or with a well-rounded gamer. Well-rounded. We'll go with that. Gamer. I was thinking like bi gamer if it's like you know Xbox and PlayStation. I own all three of the current gen systems. Nice. Yeah. You, did you get a Switch? Yep. He did. Yeah, I got that a while ago. I, I remember you went to Toys R Us. Yeah, well, I went to Toys R Us, but they they, they were out. They were completely out, so I actually ended up buying one at GameStop. Oh, I see. We do not speak that name in this home. 
Why? Because we are loyal to another game store. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's okay. We won't, we won't speak the name of that one either, but I've no. been... Um, <laughs> been ingrained in me to, to you know flip off GameStop as hard as I can as I drive as by. we pass yes flip it off as hard as you can yeah gotcha I didn't even think about that mm, I did uh, I went and bought some uh, some figures some uh, D&D figures yeah. from, from your hubby yeah. and I'm, I'm really excited to get to paint them like when I have time to actually sit down and paint them because they're going to look totally badass nice. Speak, speaking of D&D Yes, I'm running a 3.5 uh, campaign. I think right we told now. them that last time, but uh-huh. what have you done? What have I done? You you, you frightened off, well not frightened off, but you uh, scared some players. Oh God. And you also killed, well tried to kill uh, a poor fairy. A poor pain fairy who was doing nothing but minding her own business in a cave hmm. when a crazy face-hugging spider attacked her. Yes, so uh, so, so I'm, I'm going to give you all some backstory. Uh, I, am, I, I am, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll keep it brief. I am DMing a 3.5 story. Um, this is a storyline that I wrote, and so far it's, be, it's being a lot of fun. Um, this last, last time we met was, uh, what, last, no, Monday before last. Yeah. Um, and we, uh, well, the, the players ventured into a cave that was inhabited by spiders. And we're not talking daddy long legs or tarantulas. We're talking the size of uh, medium-sized dogs. And the, these things, yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty big and they're pretty vicious. And one of them face-hugged the pain fairy, um, which uh, is one of our PCs. And that is you, Valerian. Um, so, yeah, she, she was knocked out, taken out of the fight, and almost killed. See, I couldn't enjoy the pain because I was knocked out. Yeah, a single <laughs> hit and she was done. So uh, yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun for me and <laughs> for they, you. Oh, oh yeah, for, for me and I think for for some several of the the players. Uh, right up until they decided that they want to uh, cave in the cave so that nothing down deeper in the cave can come back. So so wait, did, did we scare away players? Did we lose players? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, no he was say, just being facetious. Mm. That was you that said yeah, that. Yeah, it was you that said that. Shh. <laughs> Shh. Man. Pralines and dick. What? Whatever you're into, Continue. Man. <laughs> All the fancy words. Yeah, I know. Right? Ooh. All right. So, here, let's do this. Let, 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 let's move move forward. Uh, retro. Oh, God. Hi, Retro. Hey. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Should, should we give a round of applause for Retro? Woo! Because <laughs> she is... The next winner. Next oh. winner. <laughs> and like, the next winner is turning all sorts of red. And not even for the fun reasons. Bummer. <laughs> the next winner of SoCal Miss Leather. No, what is it called? Miss Cal- Mi- California, California Leather. Leather. Miss California Leather. Yeah. Okay, so. Go ahead and give, give us your victory speech. Oh no, wow. no 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 no! Save that! Save that! Wow, for the you're gonna have to do some math editing if this doesn't go well. <laughs> Woo! Real hard edit. <laughs> when is when is the contest? Well, the contest starts um, this Friday, uh, but we're gonna go ahead and go down Thursday so that way we can get a good night's sleep and you know do all that fun uh, decompressing stuff. Um, so it starts Friday at ten o'clock at night at the um, Bullet Bar in uh, North Hollywood. 
and then it'll go on to the next day, Saturday. It'll be a full day Saturday. Um, but the but the official evening part of the competition starts at about eight um, on Saturday, and it's that's it. It's just a one day, one day thing. Uh, do you, did uh, our other local winners say they were going down to? Support? Yeah, they're going to they be the tally masters. Which a uh, tally master, they're the ones that like you know compute all the scores, see who oh. win, keep it all like above board. And oh, fair. okay. Nice. So that's what they're going to do. They also have to give their step down speeches for their titles because oh. there is a new. I think that one is called SoCal Master Slave yeah. um, mm-hmm. Contest this year, so they'll step down. Um, yeah. Hopefully they'll get some sash babies. Mm-hmm. But I, I've met the proposed couple who, who may or may not win, and they're they're two pretty cool dudes, and I'm excited to actually be able to meet them in, in person. So that'd be nice. Cute. Is, is that all you got going for you? Um, That's kind of <coughs> a big thing that's happening right now. Um, so. uh, I was going to say... Um, last night you told us about uh, your group, uh, the uh, San Joaquin yeah. Girls Leather. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything new going on with them? You know, not at the moment. We don't meet every month. We meet every other month. And this past month I had to get pushed back uh, because uh, stuff happened. So the next meeting will be till July. And then we'll have to figure out what our next step is. It's just I've been... Life happens. Right. I've been super consumed by this title run because it is very consuming. It's like you're in the middle of a tornado. And so I'm almost at the end, you know. Uh, so you, once you can see the exit. I can see the exit. You know, my, my house is going to be landing very, very soon. Hopefully not on top of anybody. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, negotiations accepted. But, uh, so anyway, so um, yeah, once I get past that, then I can get right back into the swing of things. And um, the way I have it set up, I don't really have any sort of like downtime. I've got like something immediately happening the next weekend right after this, this title run. I was going to say is let um, the current master slave seller. Once you win, you have no downtime either. No, you don't have any downtime. Don't downtime at all. Um, but even if I don't win, I still have other things um, happening. But you know, has it been a positive experience for you so far? Um, I think so. I think it's been pretty positive. Um, you know, we all we all have our moments. You know, our little self-doubt moments, our little kind of crappy little anxiety moments. And I mean, there's been lots of that. Don't get me wrong. But all in all, it's been really positive. It's been really nice to get to meet the people who have kind of been watching you from the sidelines. And and to realize that, hey, Pete, you know, you think like, okay, I'm in a really small community. I'm not in a, I'm not in a major, major metropolitan town. Nobody knows who I am. But then you start talking to people and they're like, oh my God, like, you know who I am? What? You see what I do? What? And so it's been really nice to see, to get to meet people who are like, yeah, I've been watching you from afar and it's kind of awesome. It's like, I, I kind of want, I know this isn't a thing, but I kind of want it to be like, they have baseball cards of all the winners and all the income. It's like, I've got your card. Can you sign it? I will sign anything for you. Uh, so no, Careful with that. You'll give it some uh, strange requests then. Oh, you're right. You're right. Money up front. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, yes, it's been it's been positive. It's been really it's been very um, very very humbling. Very very um, surprising in the nicest way. I I, I didn't think because I've done other competitions in my life, mostly dance related, and that those have always been very very stressful. Uh, and this one has been surprisingly. Yes, there's been stress, but 
the um, the sort of community come together, you know, thing that's been most surprising to me, and that's that's what's made me feel really humble about the whole thing. Because you know, it's really easy to feel like you know you're by yourself. You know, mm-hmm. you're by yourself, but nobody really pays attention or listens to you. But then something like this happens, it's like, oh wow, like I'm no, I'm not alone. I didn't realize that people felt this way about me. So that's been that's been very humbling. It's kind of special to us here too. Absolutely. Oh gosh, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So when you win, I was going for OGs. What will be the next step after that? Um. Well, if I win, um, literally what ha- so that the this competition ends on Saturday. Literally that following Saturday, I have a presenter coming into town for my uh, women educators in the valley. Well, what's what so, would be your next title step? So like oh okay um I'm obli- I'm obligated to hold this title for eight months and do with it what I'd like whatever I'd like only eight months um well technically it's a whole year but um they want you to run for another title after it uh, so technically you can put in your application to another title at eight months right? okay so um the obligations of my contract are that I just pick another another international title. Whether it's um, international Miss Leather or it's international Olympus Leather or it's um, uh, Well, which is um, international women, women international, women international leather legacy. Uh, so, um, so that's sort of the contractual obligation is that I have to run for something else. Okay. So um, I I feel like I'm pretty stable right now. I think if I decide to go for uh, Imsel, I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a wreck. In, uh, international Miss Leather. Ah. That's sort of like the Olympics of title <laughs> titles. And that one I'll be a complete wreck about. Because that one is like upper, 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 upper crest. But you got you have plenty of people behind you to help you out. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Oh, um, so we haven't... Well, we've recorded one since. But we haven't really... How's your movie go? Um, it went well. It funded. Yay. Yay. It funded and um, it, it was attended and that was really great. And the um, the reviews back on how people uh, people enjoyed it. It was fun. It was um, a little bit of a more smaller, intimate gathering. But actually it worked out really well because we were sort of able to cross talk during the movie. And so that was that was fun for us too. But no, I'm super glad that it, it happened and people came together and it was good. It was good times. Good times. Kind of bummed that it got changed the date. I requested the day you off. And and you and me both. Um, and the horrible thing about that was that um, the way that whole system works is that they have you pick a, a date and a time that you wanted. And I had specifically picked that day and the time because I wanted it to come at the end of a, a weekend that I felt would have been a good finishing weekend. But then, like the we we were five days out, and then that's when um, my event coordinator contacted me and was like, "Okay, we have a problem." I was like, "Okay, great." You know, we we're from a small town, and I I would assume that Tom of Finland would get axed because it's a obviously incredibly homosexual film. So I was expecting the call to be, "Okay, well we we can't show it." I, I was expecting it. They're like, "No, no, no, you can show it. They just can't do it on that date." Because they need all the screens possible for Avengers. So they don't want to give up yeah. a screen for because Avengers. Because Avengers 
pushed early. Right. So. And so they're like, they don't want to give up a screen. So because of that, they need to push you. I was like, okay. So we just, it was rallying time, make it work time. So we, we lost a bunch of people because of that, which is, it's fine. No big deal. Um, a lot of those people were um, very committed to the cause. So, you know, they didn't like pull their funding out. So that was, I'm internally grateful for that. Uh, but um, no, yes, I was very um, frustrated, upset, and tired that that got pushed back. Real quick, speaking of Avengers, did you enjoy it? Oh, I loved it. <laughs> oh, I loved it. It was awesome. Has everybody here seen? No. <gasps> you haven't what seen? The hell? I have not seen it. I love. Go to your room. I love the looks I'm getting, but no, I haven't seen it at all. Like I am. Did so you want to see it? I will eventually see it. My problem is, I think the last Avengers movie, the last, I have never seen an Avengers movie. First of all, so I want exactly. So I would want to start from the beginning. But not only that, I am extremely far behind in Marvel movies in general. Mm -hmm. I think I saw like the last thing I saw was maybe the the first Thor. Like I don't. So you like you even see the uh, Black Panther? No. Oh yes, I did. But that was um, that was like a couple weekends ago. Mm Uh, so I need to go back and start from the beginning. So we need, what was it, like 36 hours of movies at mm-hmm. this point? Mm-hmm. Well, I have a list that has all of, um, what order you should watch the all the movies. The, 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 right, the chronological the, list. Right, on how to, so that way you understand how everything, you fits. know. Yeah. Okay. I'll be down for Can that. Can you get us that? Yeah. All right, yeah, so. I'll be down for that. I uh, understand that one weekend your guy's going to have to come down and endure Watching all these Marvel movies. I don't think it would be an endure situation for him. <laughs> I feel like he would really enjoy it. Um, would you really enjoy it? I, you know, I think my preference would be to break it up over like a few weekends. I don't think I can handle that many hours of comic book movies. You can handle world. eighteen hours a day of comic book movies I for two days. I don't know that I can do it. I really feel no, what like you do? my tolerance. No, you see, you didn't say low. greedy. You didn't say right. She can handle eighteen hours of pleasure. <laughs> eighteen hours of pleasure. <laughs> Not that kind of pleasure. I like to mix my pleasure <laughs> up a little bit. <laughs> pleasure spiked with pain, so you got to show something right. painful Ooh, too. Right. Yeah. So, so what? Some of those movies have got to be bad. Green Lantern. So Green Lantern. Was <laughs> 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 make that in there. I did watch the Dead. I did watch Deadpool two. Good. Um, good. So I was proud of myself for that. I really yes. enjoyed it. But have I did you not seen see Deadpool two. Oh yes, that's okay. good. I yes. like it. So um, the the brat that's making you a brat. Actually, yeah, you were there that night when he said that he was going to take me to go see it uh, because of his job. Yeah. Yeah, so we saw it, uh, like, not super early, but early enough. It's like, oh, yes! Nice. And it was great. Nice. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I keep thinking I went with you, but I didn't. You did not. I went you with went Greedy. With, you went with Greedy. <laughs> That's good. Sometimes. So, wait. Are we interchangeable? Is that what you're saying? You guys are one and the same. <laughs> we look so much alike. I know. We've lived together now for almost a year. So you guys kind of merge. Oh, we are not. This is not Patty Duke. <laughs> At times they even talk alike. You? <laughs> when cousins are two of a kind. What the hell are you singing? The Patty Duke thing. 
See, when I was growing up, I watched Nick at Night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know this show. You don't know Nick at Night. I understand. I do know Nick at Night. Well, the way you told me you were raised, uh, I love Lucy. Leave it to Beaver. Andy Griffith show. Wait, then let's watch. I love Lucy. <laughs> Why not? Why? What's wrong with I love Lucy? Greedy. <laughs> I am not going there. Okay, so I, we're we're gonna leave that topic then. That's a dead topic. Dead topic. It, it's no. She she can she can she can have her her opinion of it. That's that's perfectly fine. I just got inundated with so very much of it. Oh, okay, fair so enough. So many yeah. times, I mm-hmm. fair I just yeah. can't stand it anymore. No, I can I can understand that. The first time around, yeah, it was fun. The second, third, fourth times through seasons one, two, and three, I just lost my lost my taste for it, mm-hmm. and that's understandable. Okay. Well, just like anything, I mean, if you if you you can really love something, you know, like uh, I'll use I'll use one of my nerdgasms, uh, Monty Python's Holy Grail. Okay, absolutely <laughs> love that flick. This is one of the few exceptions that I can watch that five times in a single day and it's not stupid. I, I love it. I do. But we get to I Love Lucy and I've seen I've seen my, my, my family mother and sister particularly are rather obsessed with it. Um, I've seen seasons one through seven probably a dozen times each. Oh wow. While I was living at my parents house and I, I I just can't do it again. That's understandable. Okay, yeah, I get okay. That. That's fair. I didn't realize it was that traumatic that way. That's pretty traumatic. I saw it was one of the ones where they just wouldn't let you watch it. No, no, no. It was one of the ones where this is this is wholesome enough. <laughs> wholesome enough. Yeah. I watched a lot of Golden Girls because of that reason. Hey, hey. I didn't get to watch with... Golden Girls because of Blanche, Blanche. Devereaux. Hey, there's nothing wrong with Golden Girls. Like, <laughs> no, oh I love God, Golden Betty Girls. White. Oh. I just thought it was really funny that my grandparents thought that that was an okay show to show us, but really, when you watch it back now, it's it is really quite smutty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, my the the show that that we used to watch all the time was uh, Designing Women. Oh yes, I love Designing oh, yeah, Women. I love Designing Women. I, I found a good stream of it and I've been watching it. Like I know what Designing Women but I never watched. Z- oh, it's women. actually so good now. Like me watching it as an adult uh-huh. and not as a kid. It's so good. Now you catch all the humor. Oh yeah, and it's like a, it's quotable. So quotable, <laughs> which is hilarious because it's like based in the in the early 90s. Where did oh, you find it? Just um like on Cody, just oh, you know, okay. just a, a stream. Yeah, I've recently gone back and started watching Disney cartoons again. Like what Disney cartoons? That's a pretty vast. Like like the classics. Uh, it started out with uh, Sleeping Beauty. Okay, so the movies. The movies. Yes, okay. the movies. Yeah, there's uh, like the movie the show. This this yeah. is all all pre Lilo and Stitch. Okay. Um, so up, up to, yeah. Yeah, up to up to uh, uh, Lion King, uh, Pocahontas. You know, the the the. The fun Disney cartoons that they subtly uh, sneak in adult humor into, and the kids don't have any fucking clue that it's going on. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've 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 found I found adult joy in it now. So that's awesome. There there was only one Disney film that ever enraged my my family so much that they put that VHS tape back in its container and took it to the Disney store where we used to have one in the mall, and that was Fantasia. 
They were they Wait, Fantasia two thousand? Fantasia. Fantasia. They hated it. They were like, There's no story, it's all stupid music. Like what? they no, no, like they hated it. Like they never returned Disney films and that was the only one that they returned. Fantasia was fucking it was brilliant. No music tell a story. No, no. Look, features. look, look, you guys. I'm not saying that I agreed with that. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, but okay. all I'm saying is that that was the only one that they ever were like, no, I can't believe this. We're returning it. Like it came. Like it was one of those situations where if you pre-ordered it from the Disney store uh-huh. in, in the mall, you got like a lithograph and you got a bunch of other mm. crap. Like oh, they wow. gathered all that up and took <gasps> it. And when we went, because I went with them to the mall uh-huh. to for this return, because I'm like, okay, you have to be pretty damn ridiculous to return a, a Disney film. I went with them, and I remember that the cashier. I remember this. I don't know why I remember this, but the cashier was like, "Yeah, we've had a lot of returns here. Uh, what? A lot of people what? just are not did not think that it was going to be this way." Because it was awful. Well, but you have, to, you have to remember when it got re-released. You shut your mouth. Well, you have to remember. We well, have to remember when it got re-released. I um, mean, it came out during the time of like uh, Lion King yeah. and um, you know uh, uh, Little Mermaid and yeah. all those other ones. We were used to the to being these really high dramatic it's stories. Stories, and then you have this kind of sleeper hit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I found it so incredibly boring that I don't think I even finished it. Like. I, I enjoyed it because I liked the music. I was listening to it. Like, yeah, that's a nice song. Nice song. And then when you get the video, it's like, oh, okay, I see what they're doing. As a kid, I wasn't thinking quite that. But as I got older and watched it, it's like, oh, okay, now I really see what was going on there. 2000 is even better with the musical theme. Mm-hmm. I have not seen 2000. 2000 is really good. Because they use Gershwin. They use yes. a lot of jazz in there. And, and then they use the Firebird Suite from, you know, it, it, just really good, really good stuff. Okay. I think that the problem is if you're going into it like 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 a standard retro family was expecting a movie, and when you turn it on and you all you're seeing is something completely different, then right, you can yeah. be you can be upset. You're like, yeah, this is I not remember, I, I remember it so clearly. Them being so mad because they're like, what is th- what is this? This is what what is this? Yeah, I oh, I just thought that was so hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, I'd rather listen to the music and just turn on a video game and listen to the music while I play a video game. Yeah, I don't need you to can watch do that too. the movie. Yeah. I plan on using the classroom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think we are running a bit long on this one. Greedy? Thoughts? I actually thought this was going to be a short episode. I thought so too, but we had good conversation. <laughs> I, I agree. This was a very good conversation. All right. So let's do it this way. Any final thoughts? Nope. Final thoughts from you? Beep. <laughs> are, wow. are you are you invoking your inner R2? My inner R2, no. You and your potty mouth. <laughs> Any final thoughts on it, Bob? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Retro? Uh, yeah. Uh, nope. All right. Well, Gl- oh, I have a final thought. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. I, Retro, I wish you the best of luck <laughs> this weekend. You are a light in our community, and I'm so proud of you, and I can't wait to go and watch the contest. I'll be going to L.A., and I'm really excited about it. Aww. So, <laughs> congratulations, and good luck. All right. Well, from awesome, uh, final thoughts. This is a good episode. I enjoyed having all of you around to talk with. Uh, as usual, everyone, listeners, please don't break your toys. You kind of want them around. Um, and I think we're out. Peace. Peace. Bye. Can I think now? I'm really thirsty. <laughs> <laughs>